This podcast contains some magical adult language. Listener discretion is advised. And sorry, Mom. Welcome to Rat Castle, a progressive chat about theme park magic without the pixie dust. I am your host, Professor Nathan Hartman. Here is your syllabi. <laughs> we got a lot to talk about this semester. Yes, folks, school is back in session. Back to school. Um, I am. I have just started my uni- my new university, or as you can call it for the first year, the new university. Um, and uh, I'm very tired because orientation is not fun. But with me today are a great panel of wonderful students my rat students uh beginning with dave cobb uh uh what w- let's give you an honorary degree recipient dave cobb hello dave cobb howdy um uh, uh everyone's i don't know victoria do you want to be uh, uh best in best in class uh is uh, our friend victoria victoria hello victoria Hello, sorry. Blue was barking. Uh, Say hello, best dog, Blue. Best dog award goes to Blue. <laughs> but of course. Uh, and um, uh, German instructor uh, Janine. <laughs> is the thing. Hello, Professor Janine. Hello, wie geht's? Wie geht's? Um, das, you have und guest joining us. Yeah. Um, and I, we we have guests joining us, but I think it's more appropriate for you to introduce our guest. Who is this guest? Yes. So this guest and I go way back. Um, mm. The first time I ever went to a Disney park, I went with this person. If there's any one person who's responsible for the pathological love for theme parks that I have, <laughs> it is this person. Uh, this person is my brother. Oh, my brother, Bri. Hello, Bri. First theme park nerd I ever met in my life. Aw. Aw. welcome to the podcast. It's an honor to be here. Oh, that's so kind of you. That's so kind Truly of you. Truly it is. I, it, you know, it's, I, I believe you. I believe you yeah. it's an honor. I'll take, I'll accept it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, need to so I, I, I do have one question, Brian. Where did your theme park nerdity start? Uh, um, or with what I should say, you know, I, my parents, my mother, my parents fucking loved it. They loved it. (laughs) I mean, yeah, like I, I, they would take, they would take us down when we're still living in New Jersey down to Florida. And I think my strongest first theme park memory is, is of spaceship earth at night with like the purple, orange, blue gradients. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 I loved it from a very early age, but I think the moment that I really, it really took over, um, and this is a common situation for me is when, uh, Islands of Adventure was, mm. uh, I, I would say Animal Kingdom was a really big deal for me too. But when, when Islands of Adventure, Adventure was announced to be having a Jurassic Park land, uh, I, it just, uh, I couldn't believe Game it. Over. Like they're, they're building Jurassic Park like an hour from my house. Like, oh my God. <laughs> and so I was just on like the early web forums, just searching every day, checking for the news. And uh, I don't know how long ago I started going to Screamscape, but 
Oh God. Probably Lance. as early as it began. I mean, I don't Lance. know when that was. Yeah. Lance Hart, Screamscape. Yeah. yeah, I know Lance. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I would say. I mean, pretty much from the beginning, I was obsessed with it. But That's when, awesome. when Alice Adventure was happening, that was when it that really was, that was your jam. That was your yeah. jam. Yeah. Cool. yeah. And and for those who don't follow you on social media, when you mention that Jurassic Park is important to you, that's that is very obvious. Uh, <laughs> a, a, a big a big lover of the Jurassic Park, for sure. So for sure, for sure. Theme parks with or without dinosaurs, uh, very important. <laughs> I prefer them with. The Animal yeah. <laughs> Kingdom situation is distressing to me to no end. But mm. <laughs> there's some, oh, there's yeah. a couple um, for now. For now, we we may get to that at some point. I don't think we're going to touch it. Well, will you, you know, I don't have it in here. I should have said it. I should have put it in the agenda. I'll just say it now. We will be covering D23, everybody. We will have at least, I don't know how, we don't, we got the schedule today. I don't think we know necessarily. I think everything's on Saturday. So either we're going to have one really big podcast or we might have like two short ones. I don't know. We, I mean, it sounds like everything's just going to be on Saturday. Yeah, it seems like it. So we'll probably yeah. just have a, a big bonanza of a podcast uh, to cover all things, and we'll see if Chester's and Hester make it through. Um, maybe. We'll find out. But I tell you what, Disney needs... Oh, you know what? I forgot. Uh, you know, you can't do transitions until you say you're going to the news. I'm so tired. I'm forgetting my own transitions. Um, you cannot have, uh, you know, good theme park times. You can't have, the, you know, the main reason for the the D23 is to hopefully uh, raise some love for good theme park times because you need money to make good theme park times. And uh, Janine, you have some, uh, maybe it's time to, Jim Cramer, tell me, is it time to buy, buy, buy on, on I mean... Disney stock? I'm I am not Jim Cramer. I barely know who that is. That's a I good thing. I am aware of the stock market as a thing. It's yeah. a thing that's out there. I do not know how one buys a stock. However, mm-hmm. I have been informed reliably. You whisper to a tulip is how it works. <laughs> if it stocks... helps, I just buy mine from Cash App. So no. oh, wow. oh snap! I didn't know it was that easy. Victoria, are you in the market? Are you are you? Are you a, a trader? Oh, do you have Disney stock, Victoria? Yeah, I actually have Disney stock through Cash Up. <laughs> um, my condolences, because it's real bad. <laughs> I mean, I don't know nothing about it, and I only just passed my course on principles of finance, so yay. <laughs> <laughs> Never even took it. Um, so yeah, uh, today Disney stock hit the lowest that it's been since 2014. Um Honestly, I think of 2014 as like a pretty decent time for Disney. It's like coming off the Frozen hype. New Fantasyland has just opened. Like, I don't think that's like the end of the world. About... Was there bad? Well, what bad things happened in 2014? Was there a? Was that the Mid-terms? recession? Was it that was the... coming no out of the, the recession. It was. Yeah, I thought it was coming recession. out of recession. Yeah. Huh. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, I the stock know. market just goes up and up and up and up, That's and it true. like does little dips, but it just keeps on marching up. So, like, it, it is subjectively bad. Um, but yeah, it, it's worse than COVID. Uh, Disney's doing bad. I think that they have underplayed the. I mean, so much of this is not just theme parks, although I view everything through 
the theme park lens. <laughs> but the fact that they do not have an answer to Epic Universe mm. is wild to me. What are you talking um, about? There's a there's a water feature that's showing like a <laughs> first huge off, I have you know that the Avatar experience that they have no opening date for is going to get a run for their money. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but that's in California. That's in California. That's true. And honestly, with the way park attendance has been this summer, because it's been outrageously fucking hot, Mm -hmm. I can see not wanting to invest in further developments in Florida because three to four months out of the year, it is unbearable. Well, and they're down, and Orlando tourism's down something like forty percent. Like, yeah, it's it's, like it's forty percent. It's bad. Wow, it's real bad. Thanks, That's DeSantis. to say nothing of like the political aspect of, yeah. Yeah. of, of right. Florida you know tourism. What? I mean, <laughs> I, I just went to Disneyland with my uh, oldest best friend from high school, like my oldest friend that I'm still friends with, who is also one of my first queer friends. And both mm. of us were like fucking queer weirdos in hell on <laughs> well, it's earth. Ca- it's queerdo. Queerdo yeah. is the term. <laughs> queerdo, if you will. I don't know why the straight has to tell you, but it's queerdo. <laughs> <laughs> But they they have kids now. Like they have three kids, and and they love theme parks. The kids love like one kid loves Star Wars so much. One kid loves dinosaurs so much. Like they're like dying to go to the parks. But they're like fuck. Florida's just so fucking fucked. Like I I don't feel safe going there. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're talking about maybe going in January of next year. And there it's like a one partner. Her part. My friend's partner is is not from Florida. So the incentive to return to the swamp lands is is not very high for them they just see political strife and and Mm -hmm. uh, oppressive weather and i i I imagine it's a big impact on the parks right now yeah i believe believe i think that uh i'm going to invest in a company that uh will offer uh uh, I don't know, queer Disney uh, world visitors, like a, it's sort of like the Magical Express or, or a mirror service, but it's like Road Warrior. And it's like, boat, it's a bodyguard. You, yeah. Yeah. We'll take you from the airport to the parks uh, and back. And we, we promise to have a shotgun <laughs> and like spikes on the tires. Um, we'll get the rainbow flags on the vehicle. Now I want a mm. queer road, road, I can't say Road Warrior. I want a queer Mad Max movie now. Uh, I think that was the last one actually. Um, let's move on. That took a turn. I'm all over the place. <laughs> what a shock! I'm all over the place. I'm 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 messy, y'all. Um, we love anyway. our Penny King. Mm. Yeah. So, um, in sort of that same vein with the hostility and the political climate, uh, I guess Desantis is over it as well because he has decided that he's quote moved on from yeah. his dispute with disney which is a, a lie like he nope you have not moved on because but, i mean it's like you started it though he like, started what, it like no. what you mean boo boo you started no. it <laughs> he urged disney to drop its lawsuit and it's like that's not how this works you don't get to just be like no i'm bored of this fight that i picked like, but it's I not like you're playing tag. Like, you can't say yeah. I quit. Like, no, yeah. you're being sued. But he's yeah. running for president. It's so yeah. important. And, and clearly, it's working. Vein, their oversight, tourism oversight district has budgeted more than $5 million to continue mm-hmm. fighting this. Yeah. That he's That's what I don't over. understand. He's saying yeah, stop, lost. but he's not really. No, like, he's... the budget's insane. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Isn't he like also going after um, 
like employee benefits like well yes. we'll get into it stuff. Yes. Oh, we're gonna get into that okay yeah, yeah right. we're gonna yeah. get into that um it's just it's it's dumb. oh i'm sorry it's i haven't stupid. i haven't done my job fucking fascist there all right <laughs> i've been really yeah. off on the soundboard today y'all yeah. i'm so sorry so anyway he sucks it all sucks i am really interested <laughs> to see how this litigation plays out right now it's it's gonna be just like ping pong back and forth with stupid motions and meaningless court hearings for probably another year or two. Um, I so think Bob, not... I think Bob Iger should just say, let's settle this. And I think they should, him and DeSantis, uh, mono E sluggo. Um, and uh, they should just have a smile off. Best smile wins. Oh yeah. No, that's yeah. a great idea. Yep. Let's sweater daddy We've take seen... him in the smile. DeSantis you know what I want? just a natural smiler. Yeah, he's but he's very good. He's very good at smiling. I just want celebrity deathmatch with Iger and DeSantis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's get yeah. it on. Get it on. Um, For our younger view, our listeners, um, that was a show from Before Your Time. Where yeah. It's on Paramount Play Plus Nation. right now. <laughs> Celebrities <laughs> battled to the death in a WWE <laughs> animation spectacular. It was, it was pretty cathartic. Time. It, it was really was. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So then moving on, uh, as Dave was talking about, uh, in, uh, the classic tale of leopards eating faces. Um, <laughs> oh, my word. The Disney firefighters who initially welcomed the oversight board with open arms and supported the takeover after being denied the raises that they were expecting, have also been informed that they're losing their theme park passes that they were and getting we, before. And we cannot have that. Yeah. To and be uh, just fair, to be, Well, and to be clear, this is not cast members. This is just Reedy Creek employees. Yes. Just, just so Reedy, everyone understands. Employees. So the firefighters are the big ones talking about it right now. Um to be fair to the oversight district, they are giving them a $1,000 stipend in lieu because they were saying only 50% of our our employees are even using this benefit. We're just going to give you $1,000 to spend how you'd like. You can buy a pass. You can not buy a pass. Oh, was it well, was it that they got a pass? They were offered a free pass or something? Yeah, they before? were offered a free pass before. Yep. Yeah. Which is more than employees get, to be honest. Yeah, like, that's yeah. true. Yep. That is true. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, if, hmm. if they were just getting the ability to get a free pass, but they weren't getting guests or family, like is yeah. it, if it's just for the employee and not for the family, the $1,000 is actually kind that, of this. This sounds like better. it was, this sounds like a, a, a clickbait tempest in a teapot to me then. Like mm. it's, it's horse trading for their contract. It's not, you can't have a pass. It's. They weren't really using it, so let's give them something they can use. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Janine, you make a good point that if this is if only they had the pass, only they had yeah. the AP, it doesn't. It's not that great of a deal. Um, yeah, for them, I don't which know is a good point. If the stipend is continuous or if it's a one-time thing, is I think I, it's I supposed to be annual. I couldn't they, find anything. I saw the words "one-time annual," and I was like. Those are two different things. I don't know how to reconcile that. Yeah, I don't know. Well, um, the Republicans—it'll go away next year. Yeah, it won't make it through the budget because their budget—they've got that five million dollar litigation yeah, got, budget. So yeah, they got, 
Yeah, they gotta bite the hand that feeds them. Yeah, every time. Yeah. Uh, I don't. You know, you're absolutely right. You mentioned leopard eating face. Uh, firefighters really, really brought this on themselves. Uh, I mean, they didn't have much say in the matter. They supported him, but they, they supported did. the change. Yeah, they thought they were going to get a better deal, and then they were told that they weren't going to get. They were going to get fifty five and not sixty six as their salary for the new contract. And they were told that they're not getting the opportunity to at least have an AP. Like, I yeah, know. they shot themselves in the foot, in my opinion. Yeah, but we'll see how it all pans out. <sighs> and we're not done yet. Nope, it just keeps going. Yeah. What's the <laughs> next one? This is we're yeah, not even. Yeah, yeah we're. Yeah. This is all just. I need to rename this segment. It just says resort, but it's really just only been about this board for like six months so. i'm, I'm yeah. kind of i'm low-key over it <laughs> yeah yeah if they could get if, if they DeSantis could go away. says he's over it i'm i'm really over it yeah um so anyway the district administrator for the oversight board was also sort of double dipping and working as like the chair of the florida commission on ethics which is <laughs> hilarious um, and so basically someone issued a report and was like, Hey, you're violating ethics. If you maintain this position and that position, you've got to pick one. And our guy resigned from the Florida commission on ethics immediately and kept his $400,000 salary gig as the district administrator for the oversight board. Can we all agree we that the thing that's shocking is the 400,000? Like, I don't really, the ethical thing is funny, but like. No, 400,000 400, is insane. Insanity. That's crazy. I'm this... confused because then where is the 5 million for the the lawsuit coming from them if they're paying him 400,000? Apparently, well, this Are... whole thing, the whole oversight board is DeSantis's little like slush fund yeah. to pay off his cronies. Totally. That's what it is. Yeah. And they're all, yeah. I mean, I assume every one of them is getting 400000 at least, right? Well, he's the district administrator. Okay. So that is distinct, I think, from, like, general board members. Okay. Yeah, because he was sort of, like, emailing. The, like, the, yeah, we he's found like about the, the CEO. He's the, yeah. he's the head honcho. So in that sense, it's actually yeah. kind of low if he's, like, the CEO. But it's still, still it's an what, insane amount of money. What government employee makes $400,000 a year? Yeah, that's like, what, that's what I'm confused about. Yeah, the president. The, the president of the United States makes four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they make four hundred thousand dollars a year. The president? I, I think so. I think that's. Hey Siri. What's the president's <laughs> salary? I won't type, Nathan. I'm not going to type. Oh, Siri's listening to me. So I get I I give Janine shit because she types sometimes and it makes noise and I've got to cut it out of this podcast. So instead, she's decided to just yell at Siri <laughs> on the mic. Hey Google, yeah, four hundred thousand. Four hundred thousand. Thanks, Siri. And, That's and it? an expense allowance of fifty thousand. But he gets it for life. For life. Yeah. Wait. Like Jimmy sure. Carter, Jimmy Carter's still getting four hundred thousand a year. I'm pretty sure. For I mean, what? Jim, I mean, the security detail expenses yeah. must yeah. be colossal. You but know? they're not paying their security detail. Who That's still a government after thing. Jimmy Carter, though. <laughs> that sweet man. Everyone loves Jimmy Carter. I don't okay, care so they actually get two hundred and twenty-one thousand four hundred dollars as an annual pension for life. Their oh, pension, not the okay. pension. Uh, okay, Got sure. It. Okay. But anyway, but you get that Obama making as much money yeah. as 
the prez. You get that Obama Netflix deal. That's what you, that's where the money's at. Yeah, that's fair. Do, do that. a podcast, you know, get a sponsor podcast. Yeah, yeah, write a book. That's what ends, that they end up doing anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, so that's cool. That's the, that's the oversight. The I'm, yeah, that's, yep. Hooray, you listen to the podcast. You got the news. Are you <laughs> <laughs> Janine, you missed your calling as a newscaster. <laughs> Tonight at five, some shit you don't care about. I don't know why. <laughs> why are we here? I know why I'm here. The, I don't know the why universe I'm is, here. The universe is entropy. We're all going to die. Here's the news. Yeah. Exactly. After... Yeah. <laughs> Y'all thinking about death? I am. More at 11. <laughs> I don't know. My birthday's been getting closer. I've been kind of thinking about it, Loki. Think about, are you thinking about death a little bit? We all yeah, think about death. Know. Hey, audience, you think about death? Um. Anyway, it's like Hi, pulling Barbie. over the side of the road. Like, oh, Hi, God. Barbie. Hi, Barbie. <laughs> I can Speaking of Barbie, let's go to her favorite Disney resort, and that's Epcot. Um, <laughs> oh, you like that transition, don't you? Don't you? That was very Good for you. Children. I tune in for week after week. Oh, oh, wait, sweet, she had the deep, she was on the VHS. We, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Have the, I have that Barbie floating oh, around yes. somewhere. Yeah. That's okay, so we talked about it. Like we we talked about it last week, I think. Yeah, yeah we, we talked to, about you, it. We need to find a soundbite from that from the opening when the girls jump out of the limo and scream Barbie, Barbie, Barbie! Like we absolutely need to put that on the soundboard. That I literally just like, saw so a just, TikTok yeah. of that this morning. Yeah. Did you? Hey. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> I want the Animal Kingdom Barbie. I now know there's an Animal Kingdom Barbie, and I want Animal Kingdom Barbie. She's in, like, safari clothes, right? Yeah. Of course yeah. she is. We will get you that. We will find that. Thank you, Victoria. You. I'm at – what's the thing, the the secret? I'm secreting Animal Kingdom Barbie. Um, okay. Um, but anyway, we're transitioning to Repcot because I got some news about uh, the old uh, experimental prototype community of tomorrow. Or is it City. I always get upset. Every person community. comes out tired. It's community. Every person community. comes out tired. That's Every tired. paycheck Every comes on Thursday. There you go. <laughs> First news is uh, paychecks may come on Thursday, but paper straws and plastic lids will not be anymore because in all parks – I put this under Epcot because it, it, it it's actually like resort-wide, um, but Animal Kingdom has always been like this, and this feels like a very Epcot-y thing. Um, and I feel like – Maybe they – I don't know if they – I'm trying to remember my experiences in the new um, Connections Cafe. I think they weren't doing plastic lids for a while at least. Uh, but paper straws and plastic lids are now request only. Um, that's fine. I, this is good news in my opinion. I got no beef with this. Yeah, uh, I'm fine with it. Yeah. I Did feel someone like... make a big deal out of it? Oh, the... A lot of people hate paper straws. Yeah. Now they don't. No, have but them. if I'm not mistaken, you said you said paper straws or plastic straws are available. Paper straws. Well, paper, paper straws. Yeah. So they're not giving you a paper straw. Yeah. Or a paper lid straws are basically ask. useless. Yeah, that's yeah. They are. Yeah. 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 I have yeah. never had a problem with paper straws uh, because I drink my drink quickly. But also, oh, you don't. Yeah. You don't need a paper straw if you don't have a lid. Anyway, like it's kind of I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. pointless. I think there's like an accessibility thing. That, That's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. Which things. is why you can ask for them. Um, right. Some people right. need the plastic, the structure of the plastic straw. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like not, not fast drinkers. Is this, nope. is the, is that, are you, are you discussing like, um, 
I don't know. Is this like a spectrum thing that some people not need? a spectrum well, thing, like a physiological a mo- like mobility a, a thing, mobility, yeah. uh, oh, okay. mouth and throat control, like someone who's yeah. maybe got like a sure. cerebral palsy or something is, like that. They, they okay. collapse too easy. They collapse. Yeah. The, yeah. Everyone's collapsed too easy. Yeah, yeah. got it. So they're probably coming with metal straws at this point, anyway. Is my guess because I have I no feel idea. Like, I feel like not that it should be on them. Don't get me don't get me wrong there, but um, the idea of people walking around with metal straws at theme parks just seems <laughs> like yeah, that's batty. Mass suicide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just getting a getting a straw in your head falls off the right, right. Yeah, yeah. It flies yeah. off during a ride, flies out of your yeah. pocket, and yeah. impales in your head. Yeah, I. This is a bonkers, but even uh, plastic straws. I know a guy who got. In, sucked up by a tornado while he was on his motorcycle and he was impaled by a plastic straw. I'm sorry. The way you said it, I thought you were saying he got sucked up by a straw. And I thought it was. <laughs> this Nature's guy straw. Nature's straw. <laughs> yep. the tornado. straw. The tornado. Nature's straw. Did How bad did it get him? Uh, it was bad. He was in the hospital for a while, but he survived. Where was wow. it? Where did it impale him? It threw his like uh, side. Like, like, oh, I don't want to say your muffin top, but like that, that your muffin top. Okay, Olaf. A straw, <laughs> a straw in your muffin top. What do you know? Yeah. Um, this is why you guys listen to this podcast, right? Um, <laughs> so we're going to move on to another thing in Epcot. Uh, Journey of Water inspired by Moana, uh, a wonderful title that we all love, and it's certainly not corporate garbage. Um, is there, what is the someone. Hell? Getting trash? <laughs> it's my cat. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like someone's picking up trash. Kitty, kitty, kitty. The oh cat my. woke up and chose violence. Yeah, I'll let the cat, the cat cook. Yeah, I kind of did no wrong. Uh, but anyway, we're going to talk about the Journey of Water inspired by Moana's new logo. Uh, mm. It's giving us real desi- uh, graphic design is my passion vibes. Um, <laughs> I mean... Yeah. Based on what I heard, it sounds nice. The lo- but have you seen the logo? All I care about talking about is the logo. I'm sorry. Oh no! I, someone I... leaked like someone leaked what it looks like. Like they, oh, like they, on stuff. Yeah, like they they didn't listen to the media embargo and they just put it on TikTok. Oh, oh really? Man. So I, pretty much a good billion people knows what it looks like. Not me. I'm so pumped for this. Um. But looks the pretty. logo looks like a cheap hotel yes. toiletry. I mean, yeah, it, yeah, it's it's nice. It's whatever. It's, no, it's, it's, it's not nice. It's not nice. It's not nice. It's giving me corporate um, waterbender. It's <laughs> corporate waterbender. Um, <laughs> it's like it looks Greek if you look at it too long, too. Um, oh yeah, I could see that. Like I could see that. Um, Moana looks nice. Uh, yeah, here's the thing. This logo, y'all, y'all remember when they were like, "We made logos for all the stuff based on the epic, everybody loves Epcot symbols." And then yeah. like, w- then this shit. What is this? What is this? It does not fit. In it's, it does not fit. I mean, to be fair, I don't know what Epcot is anymore, so it I don't know does. if it fits or not. 
it, it's just missing. What it looks like is it looks like it's missing presented by Arrowhead underneath I, it. You know what I, I mean? About, like I was about to say, it, this should be sponsored by Dasani. This has Dasani it, written it, all over it. Yeah. it's uh, and, and like this, ugh, it's just, yeah, this was an, I hate if this is done by someone I know. I'm sorry, but it looks <laughs> like an intern did this. Hey, it's, Dave's friend. This sucks. This is a bad logo. He's going to be nice, but. You did. You know. did bad work, but you know what I think? This feels like by committee. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if I totally. can blame this on any no. artist. Uh, yeah. No artist picks that font on purpose. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I hope this is a cool attraction. And my guess is this. Who knows? I, I think we'll probably still see the symbol on like wayfaring stuff. Um, this might not even be in the ride. I, I also, bet this I, is just like a banner that's on the internet and not anywhere in the I, actual attraction i mean i can see I, that as well i also like the, the reason it's probably this is not i don't know this for a fact but my gut is why it's not like moana's journey of water is mm -hmm. there's a real corporate uh disinterest in giving characters possession of stuff in the brands because oh. it's a whole new a whole new different yeah like like it's why most of the movies are not like disney's the lion king or disney's whatever mm -hmm. they they now it just says disney above the movie and and I, i've run into this in branding before where when you take a character or a name and give it a possession it makes it more complicated legally somehow i don't really know why i've just uh, been told that before i assume That's it's the bar I, I assume it's the barbie clause because if you leave barbie land and things are named after you <laughs> you immediately own those things <laughs> That's the, the, I'm killing. I've killed Dave. He's drinking water, and I said this. Oh, I was boy. taking a sip as you said I that. I shouldn't have done that to him. But anyway, Damn it. that's the Barbie clause. Um, anyway, I'm really upset that this opens in November. Yeah, that's really funny. I'm sorry, but that's really funny. Like I mean... the hottest summer of our lives. Yeah. Be nice? And it's opening in November. November. Yeah. I mean, well, okay. previews are soon, aren't they? Previews yeah, start like September first through the twelfth oh, for cast members. Got... When does it, when do APs get to go? I want to go. Um, I'm assuming they're going to announce that. Well, we'll get an email or something next you week. You should know. Victoria. They start. They start while I'm there next week, but they're not going on the day that I'm in the park. They're on mm. the day that I'm in the Star Group, mm. so I can't do it. Well, boo, boo. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, you won't boo, be having you any whore. fun. <laughs> boo, you whore. Boo. Um. <laughs> Uh, moving right along, uh, you all, uh, I feel like I should be, speaking of the Lion King, we mentioned that a second ago, I feel like I should be Rafiki being like, he has returned! Like, the parking lot trams have returned to Epcot. Um, Rafiki has uh, drawn him on a tree. Drawn a tram on a tree. Um, it only <laughs> took, uh, what? Like, a year, years? a little, yeah, I think like two years. No, longer. Well, no, had... the parks opened after covid in July of oh no, I'm thinking of Dizzy Genie. I'm thinking of Dizzy Genie and that little filter they added. So it's been it's uh, been since July 2020. Took two years. Right? Holy shit, that's insane. Um, so that's, three years. So now Epcot uh, is testing uh, their trams. All of the trams for everywhere. Uh, Epcot and Hollywood Springs. Hollywood Springs. Good Hollywood Springs. Hollywood Studios. Uh, we're the last to not have any, and they're getting them. Um, about time. Just talk about a, 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 a like 
this was ridiculous that this was not available. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna pat them on the back for that because what what was the reasoning behind this? Like, was yeah, that's my question. Was there construction labor, labor issues? I think. Yeah, but I it's mean, an accessibility problem. It is. Like, like, I cannot that, and that was, imagine my mm-hmm. mom going to Disney without there being a tram to get her through the parking lot. And that parking lot, yeah. in my memory, is so enormous it's with huge. those like little little streams dividing here and there. Yeah. It's yeah, daunting, daunting. Yeah, it's a big one. Well, Magic Kingdom beats it, but Epcot's right behind. Um, yeah. So they're back, everybody. Hooray. Hooray. Um, congrats, Disney. Not, you did you did I'm the not right giving them thing. a cookie. You did the cookie. bare minimum. Right. They're yeah. doing the bare minimum, yeah. And they um, want a pat on the back. Um sadly I can't say uh that they're they're now doing the gummy bear minimum for the nineteen eighties Disney one hundred decades collection because there is no gummy bear uh material. Uh, but Victoria, they have released the 80s collection uh, for the Disney 100. Uh, what you got? What's fun about the 80s collection? Um, I mean, my wallet's going to get a beaten tomorrow when I fly out there. But um, So we got the um, Disney 100 Decades collection, but now we're in the 1980s, as you stated. So we have quite a few items. We have some Rescue Rangers ear headbands. Uh, first of all, can we discuss just how ridiculous ears are now in price? These are forty dollars. <laughs> insane. Jesus. Back in my They're day, very they used to be twenty five dollars. These are elaborate. I, These are I like, love the. This one's cute from the front, but why did they not put a back on Chip and Dale? Yeah. And they're just for black $40. outlines. For forty dollars, you can give me the the graphic on the back of them too. Like, come on. Yeah, I mean, anyway. it's it's cute. I don't know yeah. where I would wear it, but it's cute. But they do have a matching lounge fly that's $88, which is on brand for lounge flies. That, that's how much they normally cost. So it has yeah, yeah. Um, the Roger plane on the front with the Rescue Ranger logo and um, where the propellers would be. Um, the front pocket has Shipdale Gadget, Zipper, and Monterey Jack. There's like the little red circle for the plane's balloon. Like basically it's just the plane. Um, and it's in a lounge fly. I'm sure by now, if you listen to this, you know what a fuck a lounge fly looks like. Next. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> also it's the tiny. Do they have two types? Or is it only one lounge fly? Because it looks like a really tiny lounge fly. No, that's how big lounge flies are. Man, it's... I'm just looking at the examples with the, the hand and uh, someone holding it. And you're right, no, they're that's... usually small, but it seems real small. Maybe it's just because it's compacted. I... Maybe I it's also... a big hand. I could that's get three true. outfits in that bad boy. I, I also call bullshit on this being in the 80s because it was the first episode was in 89. Yeah, this I mean, is that's kind of the 80s. 80s. Yeah, I know, but it's not. There's so many other things they released in the 80s that could yeah. be part of this capsule. It's like, wait, that's... what? Disney Afternoon was like 89 through 94. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. fair. It's yeah. All, that's I mean, you, could, you can tell by their 90s collection that they're doing Disney Afternoon again. Um, so yeah. they're not. So why have it here? Like, what else is in the eighties? Like you could do. Oh, honey, I shrunk the kids. Honey, I shrunk the kids. <laughs> Tron. I mean, well, yeah. I think goes bananas. <laughs> Fox in the I mean, I will say I do love the Oliver and Dodger plush. Like that's my shit. Yeah, yeah. I do love cool. Oliver and Company. I will be buying this. This will come but, home with me. 
Benji Roger the Rabbit, solid 80s. Roger, Roger Rabbit is solid I mean, 80s, Roger so Rabbit was a there. given. That was a yeah. given. I just thought there would be more. I thought, if anything, they would focus on Roger for this collection. Like, that yeah, would be, too. like, the ears in the lounge fly. Because Jessica sells. I mean, I actually, I don't know if they're selling Jessica anymore. I think there's been some higher-up thing that says you don't do Jessica stuff anymore. Um, I, which I is a real shame. I, yeah, it really I, is. I will also not stand for this return to Oz erasure, by the yeah, way. 100%. Yeah. Not the return to Oz erasure. Yeah. And Flight of, and Flight of the Navigator, Splash. Yeah. Come Navigator on. There's a lot especially. of 80s stuff. But animation was kind of at a low, you know, Black Cauldron and Yeah, such. I was going to say, I think it's just like mainly animation. So, I mean, the only. Oh, great Mouse Detective. Great. That's and I was gonna And I was going to say that. Like, yeah, like there, there are options, I'm guessing. I, I thought for sure Rescuers Done Under was yeah. 80s, but it's yeah. 90, I think That's Rescuers Done Under was like 90. I think it's it was 90, 91. Yeah. 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 The first 90. one was 70-something, right? And then there was that yeah. break. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Mickey's Christmas character was Christmas Carol was eighty three. But well, to be Carol fair, I wasn't even alive yet. Around. I was not a twinkle of my parents. That's true. Are, so That's, I don't know. That is always around, right? <laughs> Ernest saves abs- Christmas. <laughs> what the hell is that? Yes, what? you're a hundred. I'm sorry. What? You are a hundred percent right that this should have Ernest. I need an Ernest lounge. Fly I need an Ernest movie. Fucking bad <laughs> in my life. I need so oh children God. gather gather around children. There was gather a guy around. in. <laughs> In the eighties, who uh, had this character named Ernest? Um, Ernest P. Jim, Whirl. Whirl. Ernest P. Whirl. He was a guy, an actor named Jim Varney who created this character, and he always talked to uh, the talked to the directly to the the uh, the camera in this sort of um, in his good boy in the commercials. He did right. Yeah, he they talk, were. He was always talking to Vern. Vern, was the unseen person. Vern. Yeah, and he was you know he was just this goofball rednecky. G- Guy, and which some of you bunch... might know from the Splash Mountain, yeah, like opening, because he was the one who opened oh, Splash Mountain. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, look him up. He's on Disney Plus. Are there Ernest movies on Disney Plus? They have to be. I don't know. I don't, like I've Ernest never Disney one. property. Okay, yeah. we, okay. Oh, let's yeah. get into this. Let's get into. I'll this. check. So, yes, touch, touch, I'll, touch. I'll check. I'll confirm. <laughs> yeah, technically, Disney distributed and produced. I believe the first th- three or four. So yeah. that would be oh, Ernest okay. Goes to it, Camp. Ernest Saves Christmas Ernest go- is on Disney Plus. As it should be. Ernest Saves Christmas, which is easily top three favorite Christmas movies for me. Uh, and uh, the Santa in that movie is like top two, if not. W- no, he's yeah. top, he's second. And only beat by Edwin Gr- uh, Gwynn in Miracle on 34th Street. And they he's were like, filmed so the- good. They were filmed at the studios. Like I remember them talking a Christ- lot about the first two movies, right? Yeah, Christmas was filmed. Christmas was the very first movie shot at Hollywood Studios. They See, need to go. lead with that. They, they don't even talk about that ever. Yeah. Like they need that's that's history. If you watch, <laughs> if you watch Ernest Saves Christmas, there's a whole scene where Santa goes. He the plot of Ernest Saves. I love that this is where the podcast is going. I could talk about Ernest for like an hour. I literally. <laughs> I literally watched an entire YouTube series where they reviewed every single Ernest movie. It was like, I loved it so much. Um, Ernest Scared Stupid was one of the most horrifying things I have ever seen as a child. Correct. Truly, truly way too horrifying for for what I was anticipating with that movie. A hundred percent. So in Christmas, Santa is trying to get a replacement and he's chosen this man who's basically like, 
uh, kind of a Mr. Rogers, Captain Kangaroo, like a local t- TV guy in Orlando. Um, and he is his agent wants him to be a big actor. Um, his agent played by the same guy that uh, Bruce Willis sits next to at the at the in the airplane in um, Die Hard, weirdly enough. Um, and his agent gets him on a movie called Santa's Sleigh. It's a horror movie. And the Santa goes to the set of the movie and he walks like behind the scenes in the studio. It's just behind, it's just Hollywood studios. Um, There is a, in the shot, you can see the main street automobile, like, sitting there like it's just theme park props everywhere and there's and there's there's a they shot stuff in epcot they shot stuff i remember stuff in like downtown orlando at the science center the 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 science center which was uh i should have taken a photo there when i was at the science center i didn't even think about it they renamed it the children's center for the movie but yeah it was all uh, yeah the uh the train the train station, uh, they used that in Orlando. It was everywhere, all all it, of Orlando for the movie. It looks like they did the fir- you Disney did the first four. Yeah, because they Which did up be- through Scared Stupid, but Camp like Jail, Camp Jail, right. Scared Stupid, and and Christmas. The and, four yeah, best. and the, and they were basically Disney's eighties and nineties answers to the screwball seventies live action stuff like Freaky Friday, right? They were yeah. they were them trying to get back into a live action family comedy stuff because Splash had taken off and the sort of semi young adult stuff had had gone. But this was their like, hey, that you it, like I remember him. He was a he did commercials in like Nashville or something like yeah. a local ad ad firm designed this character for like local ads for like car dealerships and shit. Mm-hmm. And he became so popular that Disney. It said, basically hey, went, it was like viral wow. before viral. Like, yeah. Like yeah. the commercial started to be used all over the place. And, and that's hey, Vern. Hey, Vern. Uh, and then they went on to make several movies in Canada, including Ernest rides again and Ernest goes to school. And <laughs> I love that. You know, all this, uh, but like, but yeah. that's the thing. Like the eighties was not, they were not on a high from animation. There were, there were no. some more, more misses than hits, but they're jumping right to 89. That was my point. I, yeah. Li- yeah. Looping back. Yeah. Like, come on. I'm come sweating on. at the yeah. idea of a denim made lounge fly, Ernest P. Worrell style. Holy oh. moly. Just canvas and denim. I just. <sighs> there is somebody out there, some millennial out there who those are their favorite movies. Let's 100%. just be honest. I grew up on those. Those were amazing. Yeah. At least the first couple were. Anyway, can I ask a question? question? Can I yeah. ask a question? Um, yeah. Uh, who amongst you have lounge fly backpacks for instance i'm Great just curious well, i do my I wife have one i, I do one. not i have the so tron I, one you have the tron one janine you have the pineapple thing yep yeah 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 nathan Dole you have one whip. as well i have i, do. I, I don't my you wife don't. has a gus from cinderella one that's cute as hell victoria you i have, have one? too many I have so many. You got too many. Oh, <laughs> time we got. Do we have time to hear about them? Because I'm fascinated by these things. Um, well, they're in storage right now, but I can name them off the top of my head. I have a please, please do. one, um, an Encanto one. Ooh, cute. Um, is it Casita? It is Casita. Yeah, that's cute. the best one. Yeah. Yeah, it's Casita. Um, I have a Sailor Moon one. I have a Harry Potter one. Um, I got one that it looks like all the Disney princess storybooks. I have like this sequin one with princess Tiana on it. Um, there's like this stained glass one with sleeping beauty and, um, prince, whatever his name is, Philip on it. Yeah. 
Um, that's all off the top of um, my head. I was but just I more. <laughs> googling some of those, but one like a new one popped up that's a seasonal. It's a Mickey Mouse Halloween glow in the dark. Oh and it's yeah, like they glow in the dark. Dark teal with then like vibrant neon colors on it, and it glows. This is made for me. That's that's the Disneyland Halloween aesthetic this year, and it is fucking mm-hmm. rad. Oh, I mean, yeah. Disney I'm Halloween at Disneyland is my favorite time at Disneyland. Oh yeah. And this year the aesthetic is like that classic 30s, 40s. Oh, I don't know I what that style that. is, but like, like they've done it. Yeah, but they've done taste. it like neon, and it is fucking rad. It is really. I good. just want very impressed. I just, I just want a a, a lounge fly based on the 1981 smash hit Disney film Condor Man. That's all. Yeah, I absolutely. <laughs> I'm putting one in the chat here. I would like this one. It's the the new. Um, oh yeah, the new Muppets. Uh, oh, the Muppets one. one. Yeah, it's good. Mm. Oh, that's good. It's Doctor Teeth. It's yeah. all psychedelic. It's yeah. good. I saw someone with that. I think the last time I was in the. They park. just came out with a Figment one too. Yeah. Oh, Damn. I want. And it's got and it's got fringe on the sides like Janice. Oh my yeah. god. It's hey, Loungefly, we could be sponsored. Hey, Loungefly. Yeah. Oh, that would yes, I would wear this shit. <laughs> out of lounge flies in the park please be a sponsor yeah. please i i would get a flight of the navigator lounge fly yeah. either like that the, would be great the, the craft or the little um <laughs> tripod critter like yeah. in the yeah. jar you know like yeah, yeah. Totally. one of those two would buy would buy 100 percent uh i would buy a honey i shrunk the kids lounge fly with the kids very small on it Right, um, right, right, right. With like a giant, a giant spyglass. And yeah, the kids are tiny. Yeah, yeah. But that Ernest P. World denim and khaki lounge fly. Yeah, lounge fly. Done and me. done. Done call and done. Um, okay, we're gonna move on from. I can't believe that was one. This is why I try to keep the news thin because we go off on tangents. <laughs> uh, we are gonna go to Disneyland and Victoria. Will you please tell us about Tiana's Palace? It's opening day. We have menu yeah. stuff. We've got interior stuff. Things are happening. Yeah. So first off. This is my fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> like the fact that this is opening a week, at, like a week before I leave, like the ancestors wanted this for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, Tiana's Palace Restaurant will be opening on September seventh in Virgo season. <laughs> which is really like tiana is absolutely if she's a not a capricorn virgo. she's a virgo yeah. capricorn or virgo 100 percent. yeah yeah the earth sign all over her yes indeed so <laughs> she will be opening that restaurant uh september 7th it should also be noted that um it will be similar to french market in the fact that it is quick service so you don't need a reservation sick uh um, you can mobile order though, and uh, moving on to the menu, nothing has crossed over from French Market. So I know a lot of people were like, "R.I.P. the corn chowder." I don't know; it's it's not coming back for the French Market. It might oh. come back somewhere else, mm. but um, they did say a lot of the food on the menu is obviously New Orleans inspired, and they got different things. Obviously, gumbo is gonna be there. They have a plant based gumbo and um. Mm. Nice. House gumbo and a um gumbo with chicken and andouille sausage. I need the muffaletta sandwich in my mouth. Like the muffaletta now. sandwich. Yeah. Um, 
sandwich and the beef po' boy. Obviously, oh, yeah, this looks boy. really good. Yeah. Tell me about the muffaletta sandwich. Oh, it's mortadella, salami, rosemary, ham, cheddar, provolone, and house-made oh, olive oh, relish. Yes. That sharpen gets look like it's going to put me to sleep. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. And then they have the sides, which is cornbread, mac and cheese. Shrimp and um, grits. Cheesy shrimp and grits, heirloom rice, red beans and rice. Then they got the little kids' meals, but um it's it's standard. Stuff, oh like, god, the the beignet is filled. Mm-hmm. I know. I was it's, a little like mm, I, don't I, don't that's, I don't love that. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's not traditional. But... It's not traditional, but I'm like I'm guessing so it's basically gonna have like a lemon filling topped with a mm. lemon glaze and then the cold brew it's a chicory cold brew cute with um a ray firefly glow uh, glow 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 i will glow buy that clue. off of any person who's willing to ship that to me i'm going the little ray firefly yeah he's yes cute. I, no, want one, I will get it for you. I love shit that lights up, and I like bugs, and I like Disney, and so it's like, this is for me. Just remind me, I will grab that I for you. And um, this Evangeline. Um, but yeah, that was really it. And then there's like a little ceramic tea set. I did share like the actual menu with the prices on it too, because like that that's all available. And the cheapest entree is like fourteen dollars. Highest is like twenty. Not bad. That's not bad. No, it's not bad. And then, you know, there's discounts for anybody that, like, is DVC or anything like that. So there's that. And then they shared details of the interior. So in the inside, they have a blue skylight that has a lily pad pattern. And it's a lot of gorgeous ironwork on the outside and the inside. They have the Firefly 5 plus Lou. That's actually a reference to the Firehouse 5 plus 2. It was a jazz band with um, some of the animators of, I think, um, oh yes, it says the nine old men and other animators in the studio. So that's a nod to that and the band in the movie. Then they have a mural of the bayou lit up at night with Evangeline and Ray as stars. And it is like, they they stuck their foot up in there. Um, They got like just beautiful, like little pieces of cookbooks that like Tiana looks at and supplies all sorts of gorgeous things. Like they did a really good job with the interior it's really of this cute. restaurant. Like, ugh, the little bell with the little yeah, it's very cute. And I know they um they mentioned in it, but it's not in the article that they're gonna have like a little section where Tiana has like a little childhood like letters from her neighbors and her family next to a photo of her with her father, I believe. At some somewhere inside cute. the interior. Which I think is really a nice touch. Yeah cute so i'm going to eat everything yes of course this sounds so good i'm so excited for it um let us move over to galaxy's edge uh yeah thank the marketing gods we have another meet and greet um <laughs> i mean sort you, of <laughs> yeah it's the only way we get them uh who can you now meet at star wars you can meet ahsoka tano anakin skywalker's well former padawan but i mean I mean, yeah. I mean, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it. If you haven't seen it by now, then what are you doing? But, um, so the Ahsoka show just premiered, um, on Disney Plus on August 23rd. August 23rd? What's that? You know what? Whatever. That was yesterday. It was, it was a Tuesday. Yeah. Whatever day was Tuesday. It was the 22nd. Um, tomato, 22nd. tomato. 
you know. But anywho, so thanks to marketing, we now can meet Ahsoka in Star Wars Galaxy Edge only at Disneyland right now. Why is that such a thing? We don't get meet and greets like this at Disney World. We do. Not to the same extent. Mando's meeting right now. Is he? Yeah, but but that took months. months. I guess they just used Disneyland as a tester and then they just moved over to Disney World. Yeah, I would bet just because the crowd control for Disney World is a whole other level in terms of meet and greets. Yeah, it's bonkers. I tried meeting Mando like last month and it was nuts. Like yeah. he didn't even he he's supposed to roam and they the crowd was so bad he couldn't even roam he just had to oh, stay in one spot. Yeah, that would be my assumption why. But the costume the costume looks great though. My it God. does. Yeah, she yeah. looks amazing. Yeah, like I don't know how like, long that takes. Yeah, and that um, makeup is amazing. Yeah, it's just really really on point. This is really impressive. I just yeah, I really like it. I think about other characters that they've had meet and greets for and the headwear is so bad mm, but her right. this is this is great it looks very good when you mean headwear do you mean like their wigs the, and whatever yeah. yeah you know who's really irritates me mirabelle's i hate mirabelle's wig because it looks like they just repurposed snow whites and put it on her <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> it irritates my spirit like it's not the correct texture but I'm on hmm. my tangent now. I'm going to stop. <laughs> um, we yes. will be, of course, talking about Ahsoka here in a little bit in the agenda. Uh, we'll come back to that. Uh, I'm sure we have lots to say. But before we do that, Dave, we got some, I think, some fun cruise line news. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll know Yay! more at D23, but this is kind of fun. Tell us a little bit about uh, the the treasure map that has been released. I'm excited. So. Yeah, so the Disney Treasure is a new uh, a new ship in the Disney Cruise Line fleet. Is this the uh, one that they bought from Asia somewhere? No, that's a different one. N- no, okay. no, no. This is a, another new construction. Oh, okay. Ship, and um, it's uh, they they published a uh, on social. They published a, a, a map, like a treasure map, befitting the name of the of the new sh- of the new ship, and. Uh, there's a bunch of clues in it. There, it, it. It didn't really announce anything, but a formal announcement's come on the 30th next week. Um, but there's lots of fun stuff in it, and it and it hints at uh, if you read uh, Scott Gustin's uh, uh, thread on twi- on excuse I'm not going to call it X on Twitter um, <laughs> is uh, uh, he posted a great thread that sort of breaks it down and he zooms into various things and and points out that there are characters doing things on the map that parallel other characters doing things that are similar on the existing ships right mm. so like for instance there's nick and judy enjoying some ice cream and it's in at on the on the wish it's inside out characters it's called joyful sweets so it's like it might that might just be it might be coincidence it might be so the fans are all diving into the map basically is what i'm saying mm. oh like, i made a list <laughs> yeah there, there's a ton there's a ton there's um, a lot in there yeah, there's a lot of fun stuff. It's I love the style of the of the map. It's beautifully illustrated. And, yeah, it's gorgeous. Uh, looks like a little pirate map. So we'll hear more about that. I'm 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 always interested to see because of the, the unlike the theme parks, like one of the things I love about the cruise line is because I went on an I went on the what was the not the wish? What's the other first one? Um, dream magic. Dream. Oh, no. uh, no, that was a dream. I, 
was it? I went on one of the first ones and one of the small ones and watching the announcements of the ones that have happened since. It's like they've made these tiny little adjustments and they've made it a little bigger, but also try to stay intimate and small. So they're different from any other big cruise lines. So I'm, I'm always interested with how they apply the characters because they have this hat trick of they have to be um, they have to be uh, evergreen because it's expensive to change stuff on the ships because of the construction and dur- durability and the, you know, all those kind of requirements. But yet they also want to make them different than the other ships. So people will go on, ask for one ship versus another, you know? Um, so I, I'm very uh, interested to see what they do. And the, cause there's brands on this map that are like frozen and there's the Incredibles Island with one, the, one of the little. In- Did I see a scream canister? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I saw the thirty thousand league squig. Yeah, yeah. There's and there's uh, Agrabahs in the middle of it, and and there's like Incredibles, a bunch of Incredibles, Porgs and yeah. There's a frozen and area with Earth Olaf. randomly. Yeah, like and why Cas- is Spaceship Earth there? Yeah, that part's weird. Casitas, Casitas over there. Like it, yeah. It, it's it looks neat. I mean, there's some fans who are like, oh, my God, they're building a theme park on the private island. And I'm here to tell you right now, that's <laughs> no. never going to happen because no. without people. On, there, first of all, nobody lives on that island. It, the people on the ship come and staff it. Right. That island has zero resources and zero, uh, uh, you know, um, accommodations for anybody to any permanent services to be there. That Disney's scraping by with those. They're great. It's really cool. But. When the ship leaves, that place is full of mosquitoes and, and pitch black. Like it's, it so was. So what you're you know, saying is, yet there are people there. Yet there yeah. are people there. Yet time to go on off season. Yeah. Sounds anyway. Like I I highly doubt they will ever put theme park like experiences on the on the island. It's just it's the cost to build there, cost mm-hmm. to maintain it, cost to staff it. It's just too much. Yeah, but one place they are putting new theme park things is Tokyo. <gasps> yes, they I'm are. so freaking excited! Oh my about? goodness, Dave, tell us about the to Tokyo. Yeah, tell us the what's going on in Fantasy Springs because uh, so Fantasy Springs, the concept art for Fantasy Springs is just rapturously good, and I've been mm-hmm. drooling over it ever since they started releasing it. Um, it's um, it's a new land in Tokyo Disney Sea. Um, it is sort of connected off of the Agrabah area um, in in the park, if you're familiar with it, which means it's actually right between Disney Sea and um, the other side of this will be Fantasyland in the Disneyland park. So the rumor was always that it's going to be like this connecting land that you can get to from Fantasyland at Disneyland. Oh, that's weird. not that's never been announced. I don't think it's designed, but I think they designed it very purposely so it could maybe mm. in 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 later years. There's no park hopping at those parks really, so it's it's it, it would be an interesting business change for them too. Anyway, that's just me spitballing. Um, Frozen, Tangled, and Peter Pan are the 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 three biggies. Um, full disclosure: I have seen the models for these attractions. <laughs> So there's things I know that I cannot talk about. <laughs> um, uh, I, I hate to, I hate to be a tease, but uh, but I will. No, if, if you Bella's... love to be a tease. Don't even. Don't you're right. Like, you're can right. You tell I like me being a tease. Hypothetically, later. <laughs> no, to the people <laughs> who work at Disney listening to this, I do not, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> Things that I've seen. Uh, I was under the good graces of a friend having lunch uh, like two years ago, and he's like, hey, let's take a look at things. I'm like, what? So anyway, um, 
Well, and the cool also, thing is the posters have been released, so there are a lot of the vehicle yeah. stuff, and you can yeah. There's a lot you online can, if you you can figure it out. To be honest, mm -hmm. I just love that there's two boat rides in this. Right? There's yeah. Anna and Elsa's Frozen Journey. They're which really is the, long. Which is the, the, the yeah, it's like six minutes long, and it's the, it's the uh, uh, it is a book report. It is the story of the of the first movie, which I think is very cool. And then the second one is Rapunzel's Lantern Festival, which is. Uh, re recounts her best day ever when she falls in love with Flynn on the romantic boat ride. So I like being on a boat in a big scene where they're going to do some big, cool reflecting lighting effect of the lanterns. I'm my nipples are hard. Like I cannot <laughs> wait to see that. Cause I, I love that scene. I think tangled is vastly underrated. Yeah. It's I agree. And, and that, vastly. that scene yeah. in that song in particular, I just adore. It's one of the best sort of falling in love songs in any of the movies. Anyway. So that's exciting. I also am a very, excited that there's a restaurant called the snuggly duckling yep. which is mm -hmm. makes me very happy i mean it's um, basically a uh, it's basically a place for bears to hang even in the movie it's <laughs> it, really it totally is, is. that yeah. is the bear bar of the disney universe yeah. the snuggly yeah. duckling come on yeah. um uh uh and then lastly peter pan's neverland uh then which is the uh, neverland adventure which says it's a ride doesn't say what kind it says six minutes just uh, guests join the lost kids a group of fun loving adventurous children the interesting thing is they say you board a boat so it, it, it sounds like boat ride but then it says you enjoy this attraction in 3d here's my assumption and this is not based on actual knowledge because i did not see a model for that ride all i saw was the model of the of the land mm -hmm. what does that tell us audience uh, if you've uh, seen uh, a, a model of every other <laughs> I, I have an assumption of what it is yeah um and i think it's flight of passage no because, i oh like i thought it's i've seen it i think i've seen the model i was on twitter I, I i think it's flight of passage that they're boats where where the the individual um mounts would be that you ride on and it's oh. a giant sim flying sim because it would work for flying right it would work really well for flying and it's and it's 3d and and it's i i think it's that let me I, that, it that's going to be my requirement so that's going to be my that's going to be my 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 bet is it's that I but i don't know, i do not know that i was not shown anything i only know about the other two boat rides and 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 what the lands look like from the models but i that would be my joke that would be my bet so. i will share with you what i have found uh, oh, okay. Oh, I found it. I see what and, you're talking about. Uh, oh my gosh, my internet is very slow right now. Let me. Uh, These posters are gorgeous. Yeah, yeah the, the posters, posters are really, really great. Um, and I'm the, gonna copy the link. Here we go. And the hotel is amazing. The Fantasy Springs Hotel is. I mean, it's Tokyo. Sort of is the hotel gonna be done the same time as like everything's gonna be done in spring 2024? Okay. Oh, okay. I'm look. I'm looking at your. Okay, but look at. Okay, you sent me that the, that yeah. tweet, and you've got the, the, t the two boat rides, and you've got the... Um... Brother, this looks like Spider-Man. Well, so, well, that's what I mean, is but the, but you put you could easily put that on the platforms okay. I see what that you mean. are the bikes, that are, yeah. the, that are, the, that are the, 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 the mounts. Yeah, uh, that's true. And those high barriers on the sides... Yeah, clearly exactly designed right. to yeah right. close your tunnel of vision, you know. So. Right, right. It's a it's a very protected view shed like Spider Man or Transformers. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's a dark ride though. I I I don't know. I my my bet would be that now the the one I so the two boat rides are on. This is Scott Gustin's post from like or like last week or no this week yesterday mm -hmm. August twenty third. So what's the fourth one? I think that one is actually 
the Tinkerbell. The Tinkerbell. The Tinkerbell. Yeah, because yeah, I know there's a there is a Tinkerbell thing too that that was not in that announcement though, right? Um, no, oh, wait, it was. You're right. It, it was, was actually. It was. Fairy Tinkerbell's busy buggies. Yeah. About two minutes. There are so wonder, many apostrophes in these names. I wonder if, yeah, you know what? And that's probably because it's Japan, I guess. I don't know. I, and again, I don't know that for sure about the naming thing. I have just run into that myself sure. before with things. Um, like a, a sort of stupid example was it, I brought it up today on Twitter. People are asking about great themed flat rides. And I brought up Riddler Revolution, which is one we did at Abu Dhabi, Warner Brothers Abu Dhabi. We could not name it Riddler's revolution mm. or the riddler's revolution we have a fun house there called joker the joker fun house you can't mm. say the jokers and you always have to say the in front of the in front of joker like there's so many rules when it comes to these branding and it's because of how they've written the the like um what do you call it um um, um the copyrights basically sure. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, and maybe that's not the same in Japan, you know. Fairy but anyway. tale, uh, or I'm sorry, not fairy tale. The uh, the uh, fairy Tinkerbell's ride. Uh, I'm getting like I don't know Heimlich vibes a little bit. It's, I, <laughs> I'm guessing it's going to be a pretty like pretty child centric, slow. Sure, sure. Yeah. I, I at first the, the announcement, I I thought it was like a like um a, a Mater. I thought it was like a spinning ride. Um, I would have if I hadn't ride. saw the poster, and the poster oh. is very okay. Like, uh, just forested of... little tiny thing oh, in a okay. jungly cute. space kind of vibe. Yeah. yeah. Um. So cute. to lend to Nathan's like it's Spider Man, the height requirement on the Peter Pan's ride. Sorry to go back, but I just was looking no, it up. Go ahead. Is forty inches, which is the exact same as uh, Spider Man. What's and, Flight uh, of Passage though? Forty-four. Uh, but the but there Flight being... of Passage, the the seat, right? Yeah, the seat yeah. is different. The restraint is different. If if yeah. I'm completely encapsulated under a lap bar with sidewalls, that that could be a different height requirement. That's Absolutely. True. Yeah. 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 Plus, we'll, we'll they can't really do Spider Man. I mean, the the mo the, it, it might it, it if they do something like Spider Man, it it would be they'd be able to do trackless like Remy's. I just mm. don't think it's that. I mean, the the if the, anything, the, the I would think that the Remy's similarity would be with Tinkerbell in a way. I could see that. The Maybe. clue, to, the clue to me is the open front of that Peter Pan vehicle. Mm. That like that front row can see right to the right below them right to the ground where in a spider-man or or protective you shed vehicle you don't want to see anything you want to see from eye line yep. straight it's a great up, point and that's it yeah very good point. great point oh, anyway i'll see my, my my personal assumption so there we go uh, there will be plenty of more to talk about as this thing yeah. gets underway I'm and so uh hyped to go when is that open spring nice spring next year yeah and one of the things i noticed did you July. see that did you see the um there's a picture in one of the articles of the of the top of the frozen peak of the mountain mm -hmm. and it and it looks like scaffolding and stuff around it but I actually don't think it is I think it's stuff that you'd see behind it looks to me like snow like snope dispensers oh, like they do fun. for the parades oh. so from far away there'll be little snow flurries coming off of the top of the mountain maybe who knows cool. that's, what, that's what it looks like to me but I don't know that looks cool. awesome I, well, we can hope. Uh, speaking of amazing things we never thought would happen, um, Disney Plus is releasing physical discs, I guess. <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry, what? Australia. Sorry, Australia. <laughs> never thought that would happen. Um, right. right. Yeah. Well, they got to they gotta make money off these shows some way. Cause Disney yeah, they really do. do 
Um, so yeah, uh, uh, four titles are coming out. Well, three uh, and two seasons of one. Loki, WandaVision, and the first two seasons of The Mandalorian are on Collector's Edition 4K UHD and Blu-rays, uh, including Steelbook packaging and bonus new bonus features, which are not on Disney+, Plus, which is really cool. Um, Loki comes out late September. Uh, WandaVision comes out late November. And then two Mandalorians come in right before Christmas. So um, you will be able to buy those and take them home with you and watch them at your heart's desire and cancel that Disney+, Plus uh, uh, subscription if you want. Who knows? Yeah. Well, you know, this is not a surprise. I, weirdly, I mean, we were talking about no physical stuff, but like Star Wars Marvel. Uh, yeah, I get it. You know, I, I can see them doing this. I, you know, I won't be surprised until Disney is like, we're releasing the, you know, uh, what was it? The Mysterious Benedict Society. Like stuff that they've ripped off of Disney Plus and don't show any love. If they start releasing those on physical discs, then I'll be like, okay, they actually care about um, physical discs now, but this feels like a, a no brainer for collecting. Purposes. I would, I, they're, they're never going to release these kind of numbers, but I would love to know generally from the studios, from consumers, if, um, rent or buy digital mm. is a big enough market for them. Because I know I do it occasionally. Um, there's something I want to watch and it's not on streaming and that's 10 bucks. Okay, fine. I'll buy it. Right. Um, I'm wondering if they if they do make money off of that, even in lieu of streaming, not. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I know that there's been an attempt in the last couple of years to add kind of smaller amounts of special features to rent or buy digital stuff. Yeah, right. Um, just to sort of make it feel like a something special. Um, right. But, yeah, who knows? I, I feel like every – I just got movies anywhere telling me I need to re – Reset all my stuff. It's like, okay, <laughs> cool. This is a lot of fun. So yeah. uh, physical discs for me, I can just put them in. Um, we talked about Ahsoka earlier, but let's go back and talk about more Ahsoka. I watched the first two episodes. Anyone else? I me. Did. Okay. Bri did. Vic Victoria, you did? I did. I yes. did. Dave did. And I'm assuming yeah. Janine did because Janine loves movies and TV and watches everything. Janine, <laughs> right? Right? Janine, right? God damn, yeah. Janine. Yeah, Janine. <laughs> oh, I thought you did. No, Janine no, I did does not see it. I did not see it. I don't. To be fair, I mean, the Disney Plus shows, particularly Star Wars and Marvel, can be real rough. Um, yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Um, hit or miss. Hit or miss. Yeah. Strongly hit or miss, in my opinion. Uh, I've Dave. been watching oh. New Futurama. And yes, hell yes. Doing the shadows. Yes. And that's taken all my, that's all my yes. bandwidth. I'm rewatching all of Futurama currently because it is such a balm to my 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 soul. Yes, um, it's perfect. Okay, you brought it up, Good so I'm going to talk about everyone. it. Good news, everyone. Good news, everyone. I have. Oh, uh, should I pull out my Zap Brannigan? I have two two impressions that I can do <laughs> from Futurama. I can do a Zap Brannigan, but I can only do one word. Yeah, and it's Elila. Like that's. Uh, <laughs> Um, My favorite line from that show is when he's like, uh, I suffer from a rare sexual learning disorder. What's it called, Kiff? And Kiff goes, Six, uh, Sex Lexia. <laughs> That's one of my favorite episodes. Any any episode that gives me match references, I'm very happy with. Long, long suffering Kiff is just the best. Yeah. It is. Uh, new Father Kiff, if you watch the show. Yeah. Um, uh, new Father? What's New Father in like. Well, the children have now just dated emerged from the slop. 
Yeah. Oh, and, uh, okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. They're shedding their cicada to... skins and yes. singing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I literally uh, four days ago put this on Twitter, which is one of my favorite moments from the same episode from Dave. Uh, it's my other impression, which is uh, Richard Nixon, which is just Aru. Um, yeah. uh, but it's when he says uh, when he's brought into the bathroom uh, by Kiff and Zap is completely naked and he just goes, a Brannigan, I didn't live a thousand years and travel a quadrillion miles to look at another man's gizmo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just. And so. that is a Disney property now. Yes. And and this brings me – okay, this was not on the topic, but I've been thinking about this for a week, and I should just bring it up. Uh, especially in Disneyland, I desperately, desperately, desperately want Futurama to take over Star Tours. I think we've talked about this before a little oh, bit. Oh, God, it would be perfect. Ooh, it's no. perfect for Tomorrowland. Perfect. Yeah, it's perfect oh my God. for Tomorrowland. Imagine it, and imagine if you did it with the, 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 the scene-switching digital technology that Star, yep. Star, Star Tours does, and you oh have different – Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I would go, I, I would buy a ticket to Disneyland. Yeah. I would fly to LA, buy a ticket, I and I would just get yeah. on and off. And you have is... Bender instead of C3PO, of oh, course. Yeah. It's perfect. When it did really Disney is... acquire that? Because they bought Fox? Fox? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's yeah, a real easy. It makes total sense uh, yeah. in my head. They, and, and when you realize better... the, show's been, the show's been on for 20 years, like it has a reputation. What were you they better about? get cracking on that because the voice actor that plays Fry, I think it's like 87. I mean, that's it's, <laughs> no, he's seriously, not Billy actually, West but is, he's really old. Like, yeah, really Billy old. West yeah. is uh, not a spring chicken. He's been around a long time. He's 71. Oh, uh, okay. He sounds like a, sounds like a boy still. Um, he does. He does. But that's, still, he's still, a, wow. He's 71. Yeah. Oh, yeah I mean, wow. he's, he's also red M&M. Yes, he is. And Bugs Bunny for the first Space Jam movie. And yeah. Brennan Stimpy, no? Or at yes, least Stimpy, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, he's Stimpy. Yeah. I mean, he's the professor and Fry and Zoidberg. And, yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah. I think I actually um, met him like two months ago. What? Really? Where? At um, AwesomeCon. Oh, sure. Like, my friend oh, cool. was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like my um, friend was. Matter of fact, Jessica, she um got an autograph. Oh, amazing. Him, I, think. I yeah. bought a cameo from him for my fiance's 30th birthday. <laughs> And I had oh. him sing like the Futurama Happy Birthday. That's amazing. That's great. That's yeah. so good. We're big. That's I'm good. sitting under. It's not on, but our Enjoy Slurm oh, sign. Yes, it's always with me. Could you imagine like the hologram, but it's the Hypnotoad? Oh and my the, god! It's glory to the Hypnotoad. Can, can, oh. And I want them to serve Slurm. Yes. Like yeah. Yeah. In a vending machine, I will pay ten dollars. To get a can of slurm. So, so thank you for making me not sleep tonight, Nathan, because I'm going to do nothing but think about what this could be. Yay, oh. we can have a whole episode on this. We should just have a whole rat chat about Futurama Star Wars. Please, because... I am like. Uh, I'm obsessed with the concept. Obs- Futurama, yeah. that's my you show. You can't even talk. <laughs> I can't. This is, I'm like, I'm, I'm like. Overwhelmed. Uh, over, I am overwhelmed with the idea. I, yeah. I am. Verklempt, to say the least. I can't figure out how it works in Hollywood Studios, but don't worry, it doesn't make sense now in Hollywood Studios. So just put it there. It's Everything's fine. just totally disjointed. It's just yeah, it's put fine. Good things in, and a patchwork will form. So, yeah. So where were we? Ahsoka? <laughs> Christ, uh, yeah, I think we were. Out. Well, how did we get there? Okay, oh, as you only watch Futurama. That's right. Yes, so Ahsoka. Sorry. Let's My talk bad. about that instead. Um, Dave, what did yeah. you think? So. Um, 
full disclosure, I did not watch Rebels, so I know who Ahsoka mm. is roughly. That's but I good... never. Uh, yeah, I'm glad. I don't because that yeah. gives us a perspective here. Yeah, I, I I knew literally nothing about these characters. Um, in between the first and second episodes of the new show, I went to YouTube and I watched one of the "Here's what you need to know before you start Ahsoka" to fill me in on things. I will say this. I like the character a lot. I love her backstory, and I and I love where this takes place in the canon. I have to say, the first episode left me a little flat. I I was not emotionally connected to the characters at all, other than the Lothcat, because I want one. Yeah, of course. Um, and but by the second episode, I'm like, all right, I get the vibe of where this show is going. But the, I felt really lost the first episode. It was very pretty, and there are lots of character actors that I love. And you know, uh, Clancy Brown was in it. Awesome. Okay, yeah. cool. Look, cute Lothcat um, playing I, playing I, Clancy Brown basically because in the in in Rebels he plays the same character and it looks exactly like Clancy. Brown looks just like him. Rebels. Oh, that's yeah. great. And 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 I and uh, Ahsoka's an awesome character and Rosario Dawson I love from everything else she's done. So I can't wait to see what she does with it. I just don't know emotionally where I am with it yet, but I'm yeah. on board enough um, after the first two episodes and after watching what Rebels was. It makes me want to go back and watch Rebels because I stopped watching Clone Wars about half of the first season. It was just a drag. Mm-hmm. And and I've heard it's a slog until you get to later, so I haven't kept up and, and avoided Rebels at all costs. So uh, it's not Rebels really my jam. so good. It's Rebels, so good. Okay. Rebels might be it's my really... favorite Star Wars in the last besides pound for pound, it, it, it's pound it's, for pound. It's it's up there, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, That's yeah. all right. And you don't you don't need Clone Wars to get into Rebels at all. No, nope. that was uh, what I was worried no. about. No, yeah. I mean, except I've for never seen Clone you, Wars. Uh, oh, I would recommend just doing a deep dive online and finding the episode order for Ahsoka's story. That's the heart of Clone Wars, in my opinion. Yeah, that's pretty um, much like that's what oh, I did. I mean, I watched okay. them during the pandemic but that what nathan said yeah uh let me just put it i don't i don't want to ruin stuff uh but uh (laughs) what i would say about rebels is it gives me uh a a beautiful fight between obi-wan kenobi and someone you might not be expecting um that is so japanese and so samurai and so perfect and so un-american that you're shocked it's in star wars um but it's incredible um no rebels is great um i can't i can't hype rebels enough honestly no, you should really watch it it's some of the best star wars content out there for sure yeah. okay i'm sold great victoria what'd you think of uh ahsoka uh my thoughts i really like just the first i want to say five minutes really grabbed me i i enjoyed the pair we're probably giving too much away there was a lot of parallels and nods to certain things that we saw like in andor and like the um, you know, the first trilogy set of films that really got my attention. But overall, I really did enjoy it. I, if I'm going to be completely honest, I did not watch Rebels. I watched a quick 20-minute YouTube video, and it caught me out. So <laughs> it's, I can definitely see how the emotional factor with Rebels really plays a part in the film. Overall, I just think it's it's going to be, it might be a little bit of a slow burn, but Way better than Book of Boba Fett. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. Bry, thoughts? Um, I really enjoyed it. I I was actually re- the most surprising thing about it for me was how much 
time they allowed for certain scenes and moments like they really just let scenes kind of languish and languish is perhaps a negative connotation but you know they really might go with languish yeah (laughs) i was sensing that i was sensing that for you but um yeah you know you you just it yeah Mm -hmm. that was surprising to me that they afforded that luxury um i really enjoyed it uh i for me like the lows of of obi-wan and book of boba fett are so catastrophically low that in contrast this was fucking fucking great um Mm -hmm. for me andor is 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 the best um same uh, same uh, hard yeah i mean just incredible incredible television regardless of what ip is attached to it um ahsoka definitely still feels like um disney plus material um and it suffers from all the the hallmarks of of that that disorder Mm. um um uh, still, I really enjoy it. I'm, I'm an easy man to please in a lot of regards. I'm very excited to see where it goes. I fucking love Rebels and to see this world um, yeah. brought into live action. Like Lethal is like just a beautiful. Yeah. The characters I love so much. I'm down. I am so down. I, yeah. I see a lot of room for improvement, and I doubt that they're going to make that much room. Um, yeah. yeah. But, but um, yeah, I, 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 I two thumbs up for me. Um, for me. Uh, the first episode is 50 minutes and it's a 30 minute episode. There is so, there's a point where Sabine, uh, like normally she's, she's kind of opening a map. She's trying to do this puzzle, the puzzle cube thing. Uh, and generally what you would get is a close up on her and you would have a couple sound effects in Foley and it would open. And this goddamn scene goes on for like 40 seconds of her just twisting every last side of the yeah. thing. And I was it, like, it felt, it felt stretched out. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I love the good was good. Like the action was fun. Overall, I was happy that a lot of the action was in wide. Like they, they practiced the stuff. It didn't feel haphazard. Like the worst sword fights are, you can always tell when a, uh, any sort of action scene doesn't have enough time to prepare uh, because they cut really fast. A lot of the DC yeah. uh, shows on like uh, CW would do this all the time is because they, yeah. they just kind of are creating the action in post. Um, but th- that stuff worked really well for me. But a couple things that don't is the pacing. I, I don't know why it's so slow. Um, I like uh, R.A.P. Ray Stevenson's character. Like I, oh. I'm sad he's passed because his yeah. character is really, really interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I and very I, very hot. Yeah, I was going to say knows. this is up. Mm-hmm. This is very much up Dave's alley. Uh, Zaddy, Zaddy yeah. Jedi. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and I think I don't know. I felt every time they would show Sabine kind of moping, I was like, okay, we get like we get this, it. Yeah, and it's not really the Sabine you that I know. Like the Sabine okay. that you kind of get in Rebels is someone who has her moments of of thinking through stuff and and pondering, but it's kind of snappy. And I didn't get a lot of that, at least. The, and that's weird to say because there's a whole scene of her like ignoring the 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 ceremony and getting away, and yeah. that was fun. But um, you know, more of that. I I I like where this is going. I like kind of this era's thing of like the New Republic, like rep. Re- People that can run a rebellion can't run a government, and I think it's very obvious, and I think it's interesting. Yeah. Um, 
I think that's good. I kind of find Ahsoka a little boring right now. She's doing, everyone's kind of moping around. Ahsoka, especially in live action, has pretty much, beyond the episode where she kind of, uh, in Mandalorian, where she sort of takes the lead, um, it always feels like there's action, but there's action she can get to in like, you know, a couple days. Like, there's just not a lot of urgency. It doesn't feel like it. So (laughs) um, that's mostly editing and pacing, I think, too. Um, But Chopper's there. My favorite, my yeah. favorite droid of all time, Chopper, is there, uh, being an absolute war criminal. Um, <laughs> and uh, you have to rewatch the scene to recognize it, which is wonderful. But uh, he tells uh, Hera to shoot down the ship, and she goes, I can't. It'll land on the city. And he goes, so? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Chopper is an absolute war criminal, and I love him for it. Um, so, yeah, Lothcats, uh, Chopper, the stuff that I love, I still love a lot. I'm worried that Thrawn is not going to work, even though the same actor's playing him. Uh, it's a concern. I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah, um, yeah it's just got to pick up. Because if they keep doing this establishing stuff, it's funny that Dave, you were like, I don't really feel like I got a lot of like vibes off of people. Um, well, that sucks because they spend a lot of time just sort of like laying out characters and trying to like get newbies on board. Because yeah. I, I was already like, let's move, let's go. And... Yeah, I, I felt, I really felt like the the first episode especially was very padded. It just mm-hmm. felt like get on with it. I get it. She's mopey, like whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, and after but it... Andor, like. Fuck yeah. the volume. I don't I don't like it. I, I don't digital sets don't work for me anymore. Um God, you can tell the difference. Um and, yeah. and Andor's so after watching it, that's the problem. If Andor didn't exist, I would probably like this more. Andor yeah. set the bar so so high on yeah. on writing. And that show is slow as hell. Like it it is a show that it really is slow burn. Yeah. But it's never boring. And no. Uh, I felt like this was uh, someone put online. Why is everyone t- speaking so slowly in Ahsoka? And, and someone else said, because if you talk like this, everything gets gravitas without working. <laughs> um, I think that's true. Brian, so, um, I, 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 I think the number one issue here when I talk about this Disney plus Simpson thing is having one man write the entire series. Yeah. Like that John Favreau, huge... given every single whim to do whatever he wants to do with his action figures in his eight-minute series, and now we have Dave Filoni doing the exact same thing with Ahsoka and Yellowstone it pretty hard like, over there. Andor, yeah. Andor had like a fucking incredible array of writers on that show, and you fucking yeah. feel those writers. Yeah. And yeah. I just think the shows would be so much more alive if and if they just had other voices in the room and make something collectively, you know, like yeah. I, I, and, I just and think if, it suffers. From what I know from from friends who worked in development, too, and uh, Andor was a fight mm-hmm. like they did. How could not... it not be? I well, mean, it's I mean, radical. All, it's radical. All of the. All of the the whole brand was in flux because there was stuff that changed and 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 that stuff didn't do well and then COVID yeah. and blah blah blah. So like there was a lot of turmoil in development over on the, the Star Wars uh, properties. But Andor in particular, from what I know, was a was an absolute fight and they didn't believe in it. And it's like you have a prestige show now. This is this is what all Star Wars Star Wars should be of you know aiming for. But yeah, I mean Andor is the only. Uh, it's the only Disney Plus show that 
could win a uh, like a major Emmy award yep. for for anything. Yeah. Um, nothing. I mean, technical awards they want to pick up and stuff, but like, man, I, you can keep your like weird young Luke Skywalker's. Uh, <laughs> I'll I will always take good storytelling over flash so same um but anyway uh we hope for the best for ahsoka i think that would be the consensus here we'll see what happens um but something that we always must be aware of is our guest be where our guest is next We've got two beware our guests. Um, I might lean on Victoria for the first one because I know that she was uh, hot, hot, hot on on Twitter about this one, um, and I feel like there might be perspective that would be uh, earned. But basically, um, we have a college program cast member that w- was fired after uh, a TikTok went viral of basically a guest being really, really shitty to her and her standing up for herself. Oh, yeah. Um, Victoria, do you have any thoughts on this one? I know you, you talked a lot about it online. Um, yeah. So basically what happened was, I guess there was a family that approached this cast member who was a part of the, um, Disney on the yard program as part of the Disney college program. Um, they approached her, the child tried to grab something off the, well, they took something off the car and she politely told the child to put it back because she was helping another family at the time. And I guess they decided to go off on her. So they decided to call her racial slurs. I know at one point she said they called her the N word, um, and just basically kept on harassing her. I I know in the video, one of the party members stated that they were going to smash everything on her car and she basically told them, well, you know, you can go to another car. And she even moved away at one point. They followed her. And then that's when they started recording. And then she obviously defended herself. So um, from what I was told, Disney didn't even give her a chance. They just made her write a statement. And then the next day they called her in. And then um, because she's in the college program and they're, she's in their housing, she basically had like a day to pack up her stuff and um, go back to Louisiana. Are you telling me that the slave labor program at Disney did not treat this person correctly? Crazy. Yeah. So shocking. Yeah. Yeah. Who would have thought? I, I think I think Universal should have reached out and hired her. To be oh honest. my God! Yes. Yep. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. I, yeah. Like I, I admire her for following. Like the, the 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 shitheads who posted the TikTok have since you know deleted it, and but it's been reposted, and it's painful to watch because mm-hmm. she's not in the wrong. I think it's commendable of her for sort of saying at the end, oh, I lost my cool and sort of taking a bit of the heat for it, which she should not have to do at all because but Disney should have slapped her on the wrist a little for losing her cool and maybe, you know, get, you know, docked her a couple of days and, and made her go through, through training again or something. But she was never in the wrong here. And there was mm-hmm. nothing she did that, that ugh, those people were just such, so shitty. It was really painful to watch. I think that, and this might be a little extreme, but I think all cast members should be able to kill one guest a year. <laughs> and just just so cast members have, you know, I just think having that aura over everything would, would be good because the cast members don't... need a little bit of fear. Yeah, guests are so... And I think that it's also hiding behind your phone and, and, and acting like you're the victim and, and videotaping it. Um this is guests have gotten shittier. There's absolutely no way guests have not gotten shittier over the last couple decades. Yeah, um, totally. 
and and there's a disrespect and a mentality. And I think if Disney is not going to pay people to deal with that, and they're not yeah. going to um, give them the resources they need or the backup that they need, um, then let let the CMs go off, man. Let them go off. Um, I've had to step in once or twice in my days uh, to support a CM against a guest simply because the CM wasn't going to do it. And I both, both times I got a look from the CM that was like, thanks so much because yeah, I can't yeah. say that. Um, so, uh, you know, I don't like that we've put cast members in this position. We can't expect them to be nice if everyone's not going to be nice to them. So um, moving on from that, uh, we also have uh, one more uh, beware, I guess. And, uh, this one is from Disneyland Paris um, and is connected to uh, the recent strikes. Uh, oh. So um, there was a 20-year-old, I'm going to butcher this name. Uh, it's <laughs> Lo- My guess is Laurie is his name. It's L-O-R-I-S. I can't imagine. Laurie Tabarro. Laurie Tabarro. There you go. My gosh, you sound just like you sound just like Google Translate. Um, <laughs> so uh, he was a part of the strike that a lot of people were a part of, um, and he came back to work after the strike. Um, and he was doing a waffle food stand cart, um, and about about five p.m., guests asked uh, for a serving of waffles with both whipped cream and Nutella, and he told them they could choose one but not the other because that's the standard policy. Um, and the uh, guests complained to customer service that he was nonchalant, which I guess is even worse in the original French. Um, <laughs> and uh, basically he notes that there was other people behind them, and if he would have given them the you know, extra thing than everybody else would have wanted it to. Um, but they, you know, um, basically used that complaint as a reason to fire him from his position. Um, but we all know why he actually got fired, I think, don't we? Because he was part of the strike. Yeah, yeah. So um, this is a beware, I guess, of course, uh, because a cast or a um, guest was the one who uh, submitted the complaint, but also beware your company, y'all. Uh, people don't 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 trust that they have your best intentions. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Not a great note to end on. It's a bummer. It's a big big that's, bummer. That's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of ending on that, let's uh, let's end on everyone's favorite segment every week, and that is of course a Studer Computer Haikuder of the Week. That's why I'm a router for me computer. Everybody needs a friend. <laughs> Did I mention he's a Haikuder? Um, so this uh, week, I'm going to see what co- what the computer can do for me. Uh, a Studer, could you please write me a haiku about the Reedy Creek uh, AP pass going away? Let's see what we got. Pass perk now recedes. Stipend blooms in its embrace. Choice flowers anew. Thank you, Astuter, for you know bring us bringing us that uh, 
good, the good vibes here at the end. <laughs> as, as we, what's funny is I, I, I gave uh, uh, Studer the, um, uh, the memo from the board about the passes going out and every uh, haiku it, it shot out was that it was a good choice, basically. Uh, so uh, choice flowers on you, everybody, I guess is, uh, yeah. Oh boy. A studer, I don't trust you. I think I think a studer a studer might be used in the twenty twenty four election. Um uh, we gotta be careful. Um but anyway, to wrap up, uh first of all, we'd like to thank Bri for joining us. Thank you so much for joining us, Bri. Yay. We appreciate it. Um it's a pleasure, truly. How P- could please please come back? Of course, absolutely. Um Yay. and where can people find you? Are there places you would like people to see what you're up to? Uh, I am still on the bombed out landscape of the social media app known as X. Of course. Uh, uh, what is my username there? Oh, Quetzalcoatl, uh, Quetzalcoatl Plus is me on Twitter. I'm I am on Instagram, uh, charismatic underscore. Oh no, I'm sorry. Yeah, charismatic underscore mega trauma. And um, I also oh, I also do a podcast um, that is available where most podcasts are available for purchase. Um, uh, called the Neo Jurassic Podcast, and it's a very geeky anthrozoological look at the possibilities of a real Jurassic Park, uh, interspersed with conversations with uh, geneticists and scientists, paleontologists, and Jurassic Park nerds. I love it. Wonderful, wonderful stuff. Uh, check all that out. Um, what else is going on? Uh, buy our merch. We still got merch. It's up. Um, I'm sure everyone's buying like trump headshot merch now but if you if you want like to help the trevor project you can still get uh our our, our pride shirts at bit.ly slash rat pride um and then yeah rat castle is produced by yours truly nathan hartman please subscribe tell your friends uh you have no reason not to you listened more than once i'm sure uh guilt tripping you guilt tripping you uh let's Ooh, uh, i had a deal last time didn't i where if uh, hi, uh, let's see here. A studer was going to do a poem about horny goat weed. Um, <laughs> if uh, there was enough uh, people that gave reviews of Ratcastle and gave us five star reviews on Apple Podcasts. So let's see what we have here. I'm not prepared whatsoever because of uh, being alive and getting ready for school. So let's see what we have. Mm-mm-mm. Oh no, gang! I have a bad news. We did not get a single one. The last one we had was in July. People, people, disappointed. Come this, on, listeners. As I say in Hercules, dis. Oh, that is me playing music again. That's my- a studer about to cuss everybody out for not. Yeah, he's very upset. Wait, let, no, let me make something up. Please leave review. Oh, and I was gonna. I was gonna do a. a- a, a review haiku. 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 No, I, that's, I can't do that. I'm terrible at it. <laughs> that's excellent. Good job. That was um, it. That was some variation. It was it. very good. It was more like beat poetry. Uh, yeah. But... Be- beat poetry would be leave a fucking review, you cowards. Yeah. Damn. The wind. The wind screams. Please leave review. I saw the best souls of my generation. Leave reviews on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> that's, that's, I don't even think I got how right, but okay. anyway, that's Alan Ginsberg. Anyway, um, uh, uh, yeah. So, leave questions. Bye, merch. I'm oh so God. lost now. This one's ending with a whimper. Oh no, no, we gotta do better. 
this episode out back. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, um, yeah. So, uh, as our good friend uh, Ernest P. Worrell might say, uh, grab your belongings next to the left. You know what I mean? Will you stop this foolishness? What foolishness would you like to see? Will you get out of here? <laughs>